Okay, welcome. This is the first ever Nutty Novelties podcast. Nutty Casts, we might call it. That's a working title. Um, and we just want to tell a little bit about our story. Um, today we want to talk about kind of how we got started. Maybe we'll have guests on. Maybe we'll do fun stuff. I don't know. At Nutty Novelties, we like to believe that everything is an experiment. I stole that from J.R. Briggs. Everything is an experiment. And this is another one of those experiments. Maybe nobody will listen, but I know I will. All right, let's get started. <laughs> uh, so, Caleb, big brother, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell the people how we got started? I'm so glad you asked. Oh, my gosh, I didn't see that one coming. Oh my so, um, let's go back to 2012. Um, I'm like 24 and I've graduated from college and I'm still finding myself at the same job I was during college and I am I'm wanting to try something new. I'm not necessarily like you know full bore entrepreneur but like I'm at least wanting to try something else kind of on the side and uh the Lansdale Farmers Market kind of presented itself to me um in the form of Caleb Torres specifically. Yes, his name is also Caleb. He's someone else besides me with the same name of Caleb. He's the only Caleb I know that's older than me. And he owns Tabor Farms, which they have amazing baked goods and they're just an awesome business in general. But they were at the time at the farmer's market at, in Lansdale and we're doing a booming business. And I was like, hey, Caleb, do you think maybe I could like sell trail mixes next to you guys or something like that? And Caleb was like, uh, probably not. Okay, yes. And like eventually kind of worked me in. Um, and for the first year we were the Nut Hut. And um, that was our whole business was just Lansdale Farmer's Market on Saturday mornings. And then I was still working my full-time job during the week. Um, and I'd love to say that it was fun and awesome. And we just sold like so much stuff right off the bat. Um, but literally like the first week, um, I remember we did about 600 bucks in trail mixes and stuff. And I was like, Oh man, like this is, this is great. This is way more than I'm making like hourly at my full-time job. Um, cause it was only four, four market hours, I think at the time, nine to one. And then the next week after that was like 300. And then the week after that was like 200. And then I just saw our numbers kind of going down and I was like, okay, this is not as fun as I thought. Um, and again, it was actually Caleb, maybe midway through the season, like late summer, Caleb Torres, who said like, hey, what about like natural peanut butters? And I was like, that's a terrible idea. I was like, there's no way. <laughs> Never going to work. I'm like, there's no way. Um, but eventually I was like, okay, I'll do the peanut butters in addition to the trail mixes and snacks, because I know that's what people like really want. <laughs> um, and he was like, I he had a store in Lansdale at the time and was like, I'll let you like pick up my machine like before the market and bring it over and like grind up peanut butter in front of people. And he's like, people are going to love that. And I was like, that sounds great. Sounds what a, like a great idea. What a wonderful idea that is. Yep. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I would like lay out an extension cord and I didn't have like a great way of like keeping it down, but I needed something because otherwise the market was going to kick me out. So I would like tape down the cord and then I would have to clean off the cord at the end of the night or at the end of the day because the cord was all like sticky and gross from being taped down. Um, and worse than that, um, like I wanted to do more than just like straight up peanut butter. 
um straight up peanut butter is great but like i want to do like honey roasted peanut butter chocolate peanut butter some of the stuff that we do do now um but specifically with like the chocolate and the butterscotch like we use chocolate chips and i remember trying to grind up chocolate peanut butter in front of customers and the chocolate would melt and it was <laughs> it was humiliating um i'm there trying to sell like a little deli container of like chocolate peanut butter like a quarter pound <laughs> and it's taking me like 10 minutes to work through it and i'm like caleb i don't i don't know what to do here what do i do with what do i and he like would he would help me out and he's like you gotta like you gotta take it apart you gotta unplug it you gotta like clean it out <laughs> and it was it was embarrassing honestly like when i think back of those like really early days i'm like this this was not just hard but like it was embarrassing like i'm so proud of what we are now <laughs> but early on i i was not proud um but i remember the next year i kind of came back and i kind of took some of those same ideas like the idea of peanut butter i was like okay you know what caleb was probably right peanut butter is the right thing but grinding them up on site not as much not as much you know what i what i want to do so again caleb was like why don't you come to our shop like after hours like we close at 7 p.m come to our shop you can use my machine grind up whatever you want and so that's what i did i'll grind up whatever um kind of pre-pack it and then i would show up at the farmer's market on a saturday and instead of having to like actually make the stuff <laughs> now i've got the stuff made and now i'm just like doling out samples on spoons to people and um i found that that uh that approach seemed to work much better and i just kind of built built the line from there like i would hand people samples listen to their feedback they'd be like this is too sweet this is too much sugar i don't like cappuccino peanut butter and when they said that i was like i, I hate, like cappuccino a lot yeah you're insane or i I'm, hate peanut butter in general or, or i'm allergic to peanut butter yeah <laughs> and i'm like okay not everyone is my customer but there's a lot of people who really like peanut butter and like uh a unique twist on stuff and i think it was probably midway through like 2013 that i was like okay we want to go like high protein low sugar we still want to have like fun flavors but not be like crazy sweet um and that's really i mean it's 2023 now and that's like that's really what we are now we've just expanded on the line added energy bites recently highly recommend available at nuttynovelties.com for purchase for only $8 container. So I'm curious, are there any customers that you can remember? And this is something that I, I've never asked you before, but are there any customers that you can remember that were there when yes. you were by yourself grinding with yes. melted chocolate and the machine was getting stuck and yes. maybe you still know that person or they're still customers to this day? I can think of three people right off the top of my head. One is wow. Stacy Callahan. She still orders to this day. Wow. Another is Barry Leach. Um, he lives right in Lansdale. Oh yeah. Still shows up at the that guy's awesome. farmer's market every Saturday. Barry, Stacy, thank you guys. You guys are awesome. Um, and another, I don't know their names, but I know that they have twin boys. Okay. Um, That's awesome. They probably have told me their names a number of times, but I remember them. Honestly, if I was in, it could make me cry just thinking about them just like waiting so patiently yeah. for me to like grind up peanut butter 
um, or whatever it was, or maybe they're like third in line and it's taking me like 15 minutes to make like a small jar of peanut butter for, for people. Um, and I'm sorry for those people that I'm, I'm not remembering you specifically, but yeah, Stacy, um, and her husband, John and Barry and his niece and nephew. And then this, this family with the twin boys. And I remember I yeah. worked the farmer's market in Lansdale like last year and that family with their twin boys came by and I was like, oh my gosh, twin boys are like twin young men now. This is insane. Wow. Um, but yeah, I feel like just so grateful to those people, to those people that supported us like, so, like, and they were there every week. They didn't just buy the peanut butter one time. They were there like every week when I barely knew what I was doing. Thank mm -hmm. you guys. So I know that your next year, your second year, uh, 2013 was a break even year for you. Uh, what motivated you to keep going? Um, you're not making any money yet. Things are super hard. Uh, you're super small. Nobody except those three customers you mentioned know about you. Uh, <laughs> what made you keep going? Um, I, I'm, I feel like entrepreneurs have this like um, reputation of being like super risky people. And that's, that's not me. I'm actually quite risk adverse. I'm very conservative, I would say really. Um, but I felt like there was a market here and I felt like, okay, we're doing great in Lansdale, like up until 2015 and we started in 2012. So three years, like our whole business was the Lansdale farmer's market on Saturdays. And that was it. Um, but with just that, I felt like, okay, there's, there's a market here. Um, I'm curious to see what else there could be. Is Lansdale like really special? Which it is. Lansdale is really special. I don't even say that um, like jokingly. It's for real. Um, but is it just a Lansdale thing because we're local and they love the local thing? Or like, could this be, could this be bigger? Um, so I felt like I was at least curious to see like what else, what more of a market there could be. And I wasn't, I wasn't very happy at my full-time job. And in fact, come 2015, I got fired from that job, um, which I don't love to talk about. But the truth is, I felt like the Lord was kind of leading me to quit that job and leave that job. And I was scared to. Um, and so then when that happened in 2015, I was like, OK, well, God's kicking me in the pants and telling me like this is how it is. Um, by this point, I would I had moved. <laughs> I was no longer doing my production in Tabora. Um, I was in fact doing it on the third floor of my home, you know, on my townhouse in Syreton, where I still live. Um, and we in fact were approved to do uh, our nut butter production there on the third floor of my townhouse by the Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture. They came in and inspected us. They said you got to rip up your carpet, um, which I had done, and put in like a. Uh, wipeable cleanable surface sweepable surface and we had to like cover up some light bulbs so that you know if a light bulb shattered it wouldn't go into the food product um and a couple other like small things but um yeah what it meant for me was i was trying to order nuts and things like by the pallet to get like the wholesale pricing on that stuff and if it was a rainy day it meant the pallet was dropped on my driveway and i was running up three flights of stairs with uh with the nuts, <laughs> uh, grinding them into nut butter, and then bringing them back down the stairs, loading them in the CRV to take them to the farmer's market on Saturdays. Um, so when 
when I lost my job, um, it was like super depressing for a bit. Um, but I do need to give a really big shout out to my wife. <laughs> my wife picked me up from work that day, Mary. Um, she actually worked right around the corner at the time. And um, it was a Friday, I'm pretty sure. And she came and picked me up. And she could see that I had been crying, honestly. And um, picked me up. And she was just like beaming. Hmm. Mary was so happy for me. Um, she had seen, um, I think the potential in Nutty Novelties, um, more than I had. And I think even more than that had seen like how unhappy I was at my job and was just like excited, excited for me to start something new, even though it was the riskiest thing ever. And I'm thinking like, we're trying to start a family. We've recently bought a house. This was not the plan. Um, but my wife was such a good woman that day. Um, and I love her. But anyway, so then I'm like, all right, well, God, God's put me in this position. Um, I'm at least going to try this. And like, I didn't even go for full-time jobs anywhere else. I'm like, I'm going to try this and see what happens. And if I fall flat on my face, um, thankfully, Mary was still working. Um, she was a teacher at the time. Um, and I was like, Mary's still working. And if worse comes to worse, like I'll start, I'll, I'll get a job at some point down, down the line, but I at least want to try this. So the first thing I did, <laughs> uh, we went on vacation with Mary's family actually that year to Ocean City, where we went every year. And I had heard from my friend Tyler Fitzgibbons, who unfortunately has since moved on. Um, he actually passed away in a fishing accident, but he was um, the owner of... What the heck is the name of it? Was it Philly Bill's Dills? Philly Bill's Dills at yeah. the time. And he was a good buddy of mine. Um, and he had always told me, like, these beach farmers markets are like amazing. They're like next level. Like, take Lansdale and like triple it. And I was like, yeah, right. But I went on vacation to Ocean City in July and I met with Rose um at the Ocean City Farmers Market. And I was like, Hey, I um I make peanut butter. <laughs> Can you know, like could I sell peanut butter here? And Rose was like, yeah, can you come next week? <laughs> I was like, what? Um, I was like, next week's not good, but in two weeks I will be here. Um, and we've been there every Wednesday since. And mm -hmm. the beauty of it being on a Wednesday meant that it wasn't on a Saturday. So I could still do Lansdowne on Saturdays. I was adding this on Wednesdays. I was adding Princeton on Thursdays. And then I was like, I think I could probably wholesale stuff like in between which is like a different animal because now it's like more product, but less less money, you know, for the product. You're like counting on the stores to sell it where it's like, okay, the label, the package has to kind of sell itself versus like me being right there next to it, giving a sample of it. Um, But yeah, like I got, I lost my job and I felt like we kind of took off from there. I felt like losing my job was the best thing that, ever happened to us and i am super grateful for that so what would you advise a young entrepreneur in a similar situation that you were in um i feel blessed that my business was a food business and it's a it's food is something that you can smell and taste as well as you know touch and see um 
and the local farmer's market was a great way to get started for me. Looking back, I was like, I was really concerned about the cost of a tent <laughs> that was like 200 bucks and a table that was like 40 bucks and a tablecloth and insurance that was like 500 bucks a year. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I really wish I wouldn't have been so concerned about like the small costs. Um, and I think a farmer's market is a great way to get started. And I think really the, the, the smartest thing I did, the best thing I did by accident was listening to my customers. <laughs> um, and when I would, I would hand out a sample of something and they would say, this doesn't taste like chocolate or this is too sweet or this, uh, I don't like almonds or I don't want, uh, here's a good one. Um, <laughs> I was at the Phoenixville farmer's market one time early on and a customer like put down, I had given her a sample and she was about to purchase a jar of almond butter, which is more expensive than peanut butter. And she like, more or less slammed it back down on my display and was like, you use canola oil, shame on you, and walked away. <laughs> and that was probably overly dramatic. But you know what? I don't use canola oil anymore. Um, I And I, I realized the reasons why. It's, it's really not a great oil. So we use dry roasted almonds now, as well as cocoa butter roasted almonds, um, which I think is unique to us at Nutty Novelties. You know, nobody else is doing that. Um, but the point is just like, don't be too stuck on your products and be willing to listen to your customer's feedback, um, rather than like fighting them and, and being upset and being like, you know what, you're, you're dumb for, for putting down my product for that reason. Like, I, f I feel like I was smart to listen to her. Um, <laughs> even though it was a big, it was a tough pill to swallow and be like, you know what? We're going to make better almond butter than that. We're going to be better. Um, so yeah, farmer's markets are a great way to get started and listen to your customers. That's the best thing I got. So this has been uh, the beginnings of the Nutty Cast. Um, and uh, we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear from our listeners uh, what it is that you want to hear from us um, and uh, our journey through uh, starting a small business and the struggles and the high points and all the rest. So you tell us what you want to hear and uh, we will tell you. We will catch you on the flippity flip. Oh. <laughs> wow. As, As always, always, stay, stay nutty. nutty.